Osiris. What's going on, everybody? It is Tuesday, March 7th. Because it's March, it's Women's History Month, and throughout the month, we're going to profile some women music pioneers, starting today with Billie Holiday. We're not going to be able to do uh, do her justice, probably, but I want to try. And uh, throughout the month, we're going to look at some of the countless women who have transformed the music we know and love. So Billie Holiday had a rough childhood. Uh, she started singing in nightclubs in Harlem as a teenager. And by the time of her late teens, she was touring with Count Basie and Artie Shaw based on her unique and amazing voice. And in 1939, she was recording uh, for Columbia when she was introduced to a song by a Jewish school teacher called Strange Fruit about lynching. This song changed her trajectory. Um, she said that it, it reminded her of some of the things that her dad had been through, and uh, it became uh, what she was known for. Uh, she, she struggled throughout her life with, with drugs and alcohol and addiction, um, and she died too young. But for someone who ended, ended up only living to be 44 years old, she's in the Jazz Hall of Fame. She's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's, she's widely known as one of the best singers of all time. And a lot's been said and written about her, but here's a quote from Frank, Frank Sinatra from 1958. With few exceptions, every major pop singer in the U.S. in this generation has been touched in some way by her genius. It's Billie Holiday who was and still remains the greatest single musical influence on me, Frank Sinatra. Lady Day is unquestionably the most important influence on American popular singing in the last 20 years. That's pretty amazing. And the song we all remember is Strange Fruit, which remains a protest song and has been covered by hundreds of artists. It feels more relevant now, maybe than ever. And it was named by Mojo as one of the 15 tracks that changed the world. And she she really brought it to life and brought it to popularity and had such a, such a huge influence on so many uh, female singers going forward. So I um, just wanted to say a little bit about Billie Holiday. All right, a couple more brief things. Number two here, we have Marco Benevento back on tour this weekend featuring our friend Karina Reichman, as always. They are going to be in Jersey City on Friday, uh, Philadelphia Saturday, Baltimore Sunday, Pittsburgh Monday, Cleveland Tuesday, Chicago Wednesday, Milwaukee Thursday, St. Paul, Minnesota Friday, and then Madison, Wisconsin Saturday. Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday in Madison. These are, if you notice as I was reading this through, there are no days off. They are going straight through from Jersey City all the way to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, Marco and Karina are both amazing. And, and of course, there's a new episode of Inappropriate Happiness out, which is Karina's podcast that she does with us. So check them out. If you're in the Northeast or in any of those cities, you should go see them. I'm going to see them in Philadelphia. If you live in Philadelphia, I'll see you there. All right, lastly, HF Pod. We're rolling on. We're doing our 40 years of fish celebration. We just recorded an episode yesterday looking at 9-13, September 13th, 1990 from the Wetlands. This was their last show at the Wetlands. Legendary venue. Um, and by 1990, we all kind of agreed. They were, they were sounding like a touring band. They were no longer a bar band. And uh, it was really fun to revisit that. And we'll be going into 1991 next week. So thanks for tuning into The Drop. Let me know what you think. Um, let me know uh, what else you want me to cover. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day.
Osiris.